I'm going to turn things back over to Mark Weber for hour two of this weekend's edition of Garden Talk. Good morning. You know, folks, if you want to help, we want to help these people. These people need food. We need to raise about $20,000 by first thing Monday morning. We ask that you go to whio.com forward slash tornado relief. If you can only afford a dollar, please give it. Whatever you can afford to give, we need to raise $20,000 so that we can send some mobile food units with a Dayton Food Bank into eight different locations by next week. Please, please donate. As we begin this second hour of Garden Talk on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group Ohio. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. We're watching the radar right now. If weather breaks, we break in immediately. Here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. And I'm Dayton's consumer warrior Clark Howard. You're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend. As many in the Miami Valley continue to deal with the aftermath of the Memorial Day tornadoes, we're bringing you a special edition of Garden Talk with Mark Weber here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And a good Saturday morning to each and every one of you and welcome to the second hour of Garden Talk. For 28 plus years, I have been delivering the uh, message about gardening and the greatness of plants and trees to the landscape. This very special um, edition of Garden Talk, we're spending a lot of time talking to you today at 457-1290 about the events of the 14-plus tornadoes that uh, ripped through the Miami Valley on Monday. Um, a little bit about myself as we begin this morning's broadcast. I am um, a board-certified master arborist. I hold one of the highest levels of certification in the United States. I'm also um, a Category 5 arborist in the United Kingdom. Um, I have a, a horticulture degree from Ohio State University. Um, I'm also a certified professional horticulturalist, deemed so by the American Society for the Horticultural Sciences. So when you call Garden Talk at 457-1290, I'm going to give you some of the finest advice you'll ever get on the planet. It's completely free. Um, I love to help people, and I like to teach. I love to teach. And I love to talk about topics that you don't hear every day. And shortly, uh, meteorologist Jesse Mack will be joining us in the studio. And we're going to talk about how trees fell apart in this event. And we're going to talk about something that you've never heard of before. Maybe you've heard of it before, but we're going to talk about wind pressure. And we're going to talk about how when you hit winds of 140 miles an hour, we're going to talk about the pressure that was created during these, during these tornadic events and how they literally rip trees into shreds. And we're going to talk about that and the, and the wind velocity. And we're also going to give a lot of expert analysis this hour and next on how to foreseeably prevent your trees from having damages long term. I saw a lot of trees this week that unfortunately did not have, should not have to have been damaged related to, they weren't in direct path of these events, but they were exposed to some forces that were pretty high probably in the 60 to 70 mile an hour range, it could have likely survived the event had they been properly cared for. We're going to talk about that a lot today. But before we do all of that, let's head to the telephone lines and let's go talk to Walker in Kettering. Good morning, Walker. Hello there. Morning. I have a quick question for you. Mm -hmm. How do I know if I have a determinate or indeterminate uh, plant? On tomatoes or peppers or peppers, I that, what happened? I bought some pepper plants. Yeah, less than a month ago and planted them. They're about four inches tall, full of blooms, <sighs> and have an inch and a half pepper on them already. Good. Well, the good thing is, Walker peppers are all indeterminate. <laughs> they are. Yeah, there's no determinate pepper on the planet. Okay, well that's good. There, I mean, the, it's and it's it's good that you bring that up because tomatoes can be determinate, indeterminate, or semi-determinate, meaning that they bloom, um, set fruit, and do it all at once. In the case of determinate, but indeterminate means they bloom and set fruit periodically. The pepper plant is is indeterminate. It's not determinate in any way, shape, or form. Okay. okay. 
Good. I'll be having peppers uh, next week or so. I hope you enjoy them, sir. Thank you, now. Thank you. Bye-bye. And in studio, we're joined by Mr. Jesse Mack. How are you, Jesse? I am very well. How are you? What a week. Man, I've been looking forward to this talk all week. All I've been looking at is trees and thinking Mark Weber. All week long. That's been that's been my job. <laughs> well, you know, um, I do a lot of work with tree, fa- tree failure analysis. I do matters all over the United States. Mm-hmm. In fact, I do things beyond the borders of the United States um, with tree failure analysis. Um, I know what it takes to break a tree apart that's structurally sufficient and how what forces it takes. And I had uh, I sent um, Hippie or uh, yep, I read a, through it, a, a research from Dr. Kim Coder. That was a good one. And what's fascinating about this discussion, it's not the wind speed mm-hmm. that breaks a tree. The wind pressure. It's wind pressure. Mm-hmm. And people go, well, what does that mean? And can you kind of give us, from a meteorological standpoint, what wind pressure really means to well, our listeners? I think one way, don't think of wind as like a one-size-fits-all. Mm-hmm. Because with these things, especially tornadoes, when they pick up debris, not to mention the extra moisture that they're waving around, uh, imagine, I don't know, getting hit by something light and then I, I hit you with something heavy. You know, that's kind of, I know it's not that drastic of a difference, mm-hmm. but it makes a difference when you have dust in the air flying at, uh, you know, a hundred miles per hour, as opposed to just the, the molecules in the air that's added weight. And that adds pressure to what the tree's experiencing. So I think that was the biggest thing that I kind of wrap my head around is think of what's flying in the air and the density of those things that adds wind pressure uh, to the tree. So in, 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 in the common, let's, let's kind of put this in, in a numerical sense. A 50-mile-an-hour wind event at sea level has an equi- equivalent of 6.6 uh, pounds per square foot of pressure. And that's pushing pressure. Mm-hmm. And that's in a square. Mm-hmm. So that's force. Mm-hmm. If you go to... The next, let's go to the next jump at 75 miles an hour. You're at 15 um, pounds of pressure per square foot. So you've gone from six now to 15, Mm -hmm. which is more than double. Yep. If you go to 100 miles an hour, and we're not even at 140 yet. Mm -hmm. If you're at 100, you're at 26 pounds of pressure per square foot. So think about it. We've gone from 50 at 6.6 pounds. And 6.6 pounds, you know, a gallon of water, a gallon of milk is, what, 3.8 pounds. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more than a gallon of milk is, is at 50 miles an hour. We go to 100 miles an hour, we're at 26. Mm-hmm. That's a big jump. So this is quadruple. When you think about it, 6.6 to 26 is a quadrupling of forces, okay? Now, let's get real with what happened. What happened? Because some of the areas that I went into this week, particularly up around where Hare Arena was at in Shiloh Springs area, that was 140. Mm-hmm. I can, by looking at the way that the trees had broken apart, I can tell you right now that was at least 140 to 150 related because these were wood fibers that were completely pulled, stretched, torn mm-hmm. apart. Yeah. That's at that's like literally like an atomic bomb going off. I was in uh Miami County and it was initially called an EF2 and mm. I was there and just kind of some of the things that I talked to you about and I I did some research on types of trees and which ones can kind of hold their own a little bit better. I learned that it's not an enormous difference between, say, a pine and I, I looked at a pin oak. Well, and it goes back to the Texas Tech study, which is where this new, where the new EF scales come from, mm-hmm. is it's where they've done ground truthing, where they go in and they look at these tornadic events and they'll look what happens to the vegetation. Mm-hmm. And that's how they can determine the actual wind speed of these events. But this is where this gets scary. 
We talked about 50 miles an hour wind event, wind speed was 6.6, you know, pounds per square foot. If we look at it at 140 to 150, we're at 52. Almost tenfold. 59 square feet of pressure, pounds of pressure per square foot. Now, put that into perspective. That's monstrous numbers. Mm -hmm. So this is where where the scientists of me, you know, I'm looking at this and I'm going, wow. Mm Mm-hmm. There were there's properties up there that I've watched for 20 plus years with two and three hundred year old trees that literally just snap. Yep. Gone. Just like that. Yeah. Like I was gonna say, the one I was in Miami County, it was a pin oak, and it was it was, I would say, probably three to four foot diameter. Like mm-hmm. it was it was a monster tree. And it was the biggest in the area that I saw there. And it it was you know, I looked at it. I examined it. I don't know as much as you about trees, but I felt the inside. There was no rot. The tree was wet. So it was, mm-hmm. you know, it was a firm living tree. I didn't see anything weird about it. Right. And this monster oak just, it was almost like it was shredded because when mm-hmm. it bent, all the fibers kind of just splintered out of it and everything. That, that was the most impressive thing I've seen. When I saw that, I said, this has to be an EF3 and come to find out they upgraded. And this is where the safety factors come in. Trees are designed to manage wind. Mm-hmm. They grow up with wind. Wind is what makes a tree strong mm-hmm. because wind makes trees develop response growth and 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 and, and wood um, that makes them strong after every event. But the safety factor, everything in life has a safety factor. The safety factor leaves a tree at about ninety-two to ninety-six miles an hour. It's completely gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, at that point in time, all bets are off. Now, you put that into perspective. <laughs> now, we're talking about snapping a trunk, okay? That's the first thing that comes into mind. But the other thing that comes into mind, though, is what I saw this week was I saw trees that were debarked. Yes, I did too. I was looking for those things as well. Debarking is is, is when you start hitting 130, mm-hmm. 140. I mean, that is winds that are, as I just described with the wind pressure issue, it's it's quadrupling in, in pressure. Yes. The other thing that, that I saw this week that brings us home to, to, to how we move forward with this, and I think for every bad thing there are lessons to be learned, okay? Mm-hmm. I have a client up, up, up in that area where it's 130 mm-hmm. mile an hour. And in her yard, she had a cottonwood tree, big cottonwood tree. And it was debarked about 60, 70 feet up. The lower portion of the canopy was not. So the winds at 60 to 70 feet were at 130 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. The interesting thing was this tree fell over and broke by an uproot event. Mm -hmm. Guess where it broke? Where? Where the neighbor's been hitting it with the lawnmower for the last 25 years. Really? <laughs> now, if the neighbor, and this is only you're going to get this on WHIO radio. I'm telling you, this is great stuff. If the neighbor would not have hit, hit her tree with the lawnmower for the last 20 years like they did, I predict, I predict that probably the top of that tree would have been ripped out. Mm-hmm. I got that. But I'm going to tell you the trunk and the vast majority of the scaffolding limbs <clears throat> would have survived that event. Wow. That tree could have easily been reduction pruned, retrained, backed out, and be kind of be, be a tree that she can enjoy the rest of her life. How? Basically, you can retrain them. You can How retra- would that tree survive that? It would have lost the top canopy, and by having it has latent buds in it, the remainder part of the canopy okay. that would have shot out new shoots and what we call restoration prune. You could have come along and pruned and retrained those new branches out. That tree could have survived. Wow. But if the neighbor wouldn't have hit the Dagon tree with the mower, wow. that tree would have survived. So which brings us home. In our own yards and backyards and neighborhoods, with the survivor trees that are left in Centerville and Kettering and, and, and everywhere else, 
stop hitting your trees with lawnmowers. Because what you're doing is you're wounding. And when Mm -hmm. you wound, you create decay. And if you create decay, you create defects. The other thing that was interesting about her property is in her front yard, we planted an American sycamore tree. Native. That American sycamore tree was raised on my farm. Planted as a whip by me. Mm -hmm. Pruned and trained into a center leader tree. That tree is, uh, I think, about... 35 feet tall. It's the only tree in her yard and 20 yards around her. Not one single broken branch. It's got a little bit of trunk wounding from crap flying around it. Mm -hmm. But that tree's going to survive because she had a central leader tree that was properly pruned and maintained in her yard. One one thing I had to look up um, when I was out and about in my head, I think, you know, if which would survive a small tree or a big tree and why? In my head, I'm kind of having this conversation and I think, well, a small tree can bend a little bit so it can withstand Juvenil- that a juvenility. Yeah. A hard, uh, you know, a, a big tree has a bigger sail and it has, you know, it's going to mm-hmm. snap more or less. Is there, is there a big difference? Yeah. In form, meaning trees that are, can be decentric, shaped like a D. Or they can be eccentric, shaped like a cross. Okay. Eccentric trees, think of them like the central leader tree that I just described, the sycamore, or like a pine or a spruce. That's a central leader tree. Central leader trees are structurally more sufficient than decentric trees. So when trees are young, if our listeners would take the time to work with a qualified certified arborist to central leader prune their trees, to put them into a central leader form, those trees are going to be much more, have the higher propensity to survive winds. In fact, work that's been done by numerous people have shown, even in hurricanes, trees that central leaderly design are much more likelihood to survive a hurricane. And I contend now tornadoes. Mm-hmm. Than they were otherwise. Other other things that we saw this week was trees with defects. These events just exasperate didn't the defects. They didn't have a chance. Yeah. And those defe- defects, the vast majority of them are man-made. Mm-hmm. They come from bad pruning. They come from bad management. They come they come from lawnmowers striking the trunks, lawnmowers striking the roots. We have more control over tree failures than anybody wants to ever put money on. Now, mm-hmm. if you're in a direct path of 145-mile-an-hour wind, all bets are off. Mm-hmm. I, I can't help that. Yeah, I feel like those areas were obvious, too. When you, when you would come across just like a lawnmower, mm-hmm. mowed down all the trees, and then, like you said, the debarking. Yeah. I got a question for you. Um, we got to go. Okay. We got to go. But <laughs> Too much fun. Thank you. Thank you. We could probably go on with this for an hour. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Jesse. We'll talk to you soon. More Garden Talk will continue after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's news and talk. 1959 was a very special year. Do you know why? Hi, this is Randy from Green Velvet Sod Farms. And this year, we're celebrating our 60th year in business. Green Velvet's founders, Ray and Mary Tischer, planted the seeds that would become Green Velvet on their farm near Bellbrook back in 1959. Over time, as the farm grew, our customers asked us for additional products to help grow and maintain plants in the landscape, such as grass seed, fertilizers, weed killers. And what was a small sod farm back in 1959, today grows over 700 acres of instant lawn sod and distributes a wide range of turf and ornamental supplies, serving the needs of landscape professionals throughout Ohio. Put 60 years of experience to work for you. Our team of turf professionals can provide you with solutions to all of your needs in the landscape. With four locations throughout Dayton and Columbus, the Green Velvet Advantage is not far away. Check out our website at greenvelvet.com. And remember, it's easy to be green with Green Velvet. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin. As you may well know by now, I threw out all my brushes and rollers years ago. I will never lift a paintbrush again because of university painters. At one point in time, 
time I actually thought I could paint. No way, though. Not ever again. A professional paint job really makes a difference. And I can see the results every day throughout my home, living room, family room, even my man cave basement. So when I needed the exterior of my home painted this year, do you think I went shopping for ladders? No, I did what you should do. I called Chris at University Painters, 630-3800. Chris came out, gave me a complete estimate, and got me on the schedule. Uh, speaking of which, the schedule's filling up, so you need to call Chris yourself at 630-3800 and get your free estimate and take advantage of the spring special of 50% off all paint and materials. Have your home really pop after the toll weather's taken on it and leave the scraping, the patching, the caulking, and, of course, the painting to the pros. My friends at University Painters, call today, 630-3800, or go on OnlineUniversityPainters.com. Guys, if you're thinking about buying an engagement ring, I highly recommend James Free Jewelers. Check out their new engagement ring, Layla. It's got this modern, contemporary look with a three-quarter carat GIA certified diamond and all these other diamonds surrounding it. This ring is compellingly affordable at $19.95. Go to JamesFree.com and check out the new exclusive Layla engagement ring. Then see it for yourself at James Free Jewelers, 3100 Far Hills Avenue in Kettering, where they've been doing things right for over 78 years. It isn't easy for us when we realize that our parent is having some real problems with daily living, such as increased falls, forgetting to take their medications, or confusion. When 24-hour nursing care becomes a necessity, we are here for you with an experienced team who treats everyone like family and is dedicated to providing the highest quality of care for every resident. Brookhaven Retirement Community. Expect to be impressed. Baby boomers have shared their frustration about how much tax they pay. Let me reverse that for you and put the emphasis on saving taxes. This is Chuck Oliver, founder of the Hidden Wealth Solution, and I've been helping clients for over two decades to get their retirement on track and avoid the tax traps. Daily, I see clients paying taxes needlessly instead of maximizing their financial future. Learn how to save unnecessary tax and optimize your retirement. Visit retirementprotected.com, retirementprotected.com. If you're a State Farm policyholder and have been affected by the recent storm, please contact your State Farm agent. You can also call 1-800-SF-CLAIM or 800-732-5246 to get started. We're taking calls around the clock and responding as quickly as possible because at State Farm, our goal is to help our customers get their lives back to normal. Contact your local agent, call 1-800-SF-CLAIM or visit statefarm.com. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 7.30. I'm Jonah Adi with the WHIO News Update. Our top story we're following this Saturday morning. The relief efforts from the tornadoes that hit the area on Memorial Day are paying off in stride. And the recovery is nothing short of remarkable. Another chance for showers and storms could affect your plans today. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Well, WHIO Triple Team traffic is looking all clear at this hour on those service streets and major freeways throughout the Miami Valley. We're not seeing any accidents or slowdowns you'll need to watch for if you're heading out this morning. And it is our top story. Widespread heartbreak and devastation hitting the Miami Valley this week and communities everywhere banding together asking one very important question. Just how can we help St. John's Lutheran Church in Salina working to help tornado victims any way they can? While they've been receiving plenty of supplies, there's one thing Pastor Jeffrey Gramza says people can do to help. He says it will help prepare for what's next for those affected. Gift cards for area restaurants, um, Visa gift cards that are open, or just money, because there's going to be a tremendous need as we move forward. That's WHIO's James Ryder. More on how you can help throughout the area on our website, whio.com forward slash tornado relief. It has been confirmed 15 tornadoes made it through the area and were officially confirmed by the National Weather Service just this week. And one of the, the strongest of which has been updated to be an EF4. Well, to help the tornado victims throughout Miami County, a resource center will be available. Representatives from agencies including Job and Family Services, Emergency Management and the Red Cross will be at West Milton Municipal Building. 
The center will be open today from 10 until 2 and this Monday through Wednesday from 1 to 7 each day. That's WHIO's Molly Kowick reporting. Well, DBNL crews still working very hard to restore power to the entire area after those tornadoes on Memorial Day and 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 this is entirely fallen upon 1500 people and a makeshift a makeshift area to get the supplies that the crews need to restore power to the areas affected now dpnl is glad to announce more than 60,000 customers have been restored just over 70,000 had lost power after those storms the outage number currently is about 9500 customers reportedly still without power We'll be keeping you update on the latest outage numbers, but crews continuing to work to get that restored to 100%. With the most accurate and dependable forecast, let's get a look from meteorologist Jesse Mag. Areas of fog have developed, especially towards the south of I-70. Otherwise, most of us starting with mostly sunny skies and temperatures near 60 degrees. As we go throughout the day, a chance for storms late in the day. 81 degrees for the high temperature. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mag on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Well, the latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar is looking all clear from our studio here on South Main Street here in Dayton. Certainly a, uh, certainly a misty morning to say the least. We are getting sunshine now and it certainly is a bright start, but there are areas of fog, as Jesse mentioned, that are likely going to linger until later in the morning. 59 degrees in Troy, 59 also in Springfield, seeing 60 degrees here in Dayton at 733. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. It's nice when people and nature have something in common, like perennials. This is John from Norwood Garden Center. People love perennials, and so do pollinators like butterflies and bees. People like plants that come in a wide assortment of colors. So do the pollinators, like salvia, coneflower, catmint, and coreopsis. They bloom a lot and look great planted together. That butterfly in your yard, it's a reminder to plant perennials. And butterflies never lie. Noah Garden Center in Beaver Creek, we're pollinator gardeners just like you. Shade gardeners rejoice. Hello, this is John from Noah Garden Center and Landscaping in Beaver Creek. Hosta are some of the most reliable and varied perennials in the shade. All shades of green, gold, blue, and variegated white that can create a simple border or a crazy quilt look of colors and textures. Now through Tuesday, Nold has five Hosta favorites, regularly $14 to $19.99 for just $10.99 while supplies last. And all other Hostas are 20% off. Noah Garden Center in Beaver Creek, we're gardeners just like you. If you work for AK Steel, your pension's value could go down. With the impending union contract change on September 1st, your pension may take a significant hit. Do you know how this change is going to affect you? You could be at risk of losing $25,000, $30,000, maybe even more. Think about what that could do to your retirement. Don't lose a penny of what you've worked so hard for. Mike Martinez from the Pension Group can help you make sense of what this change means for your retirement. For more than two decades, Mike and his team have helped hundreds of families make sense of their pension options. And when it comes to this change timing is everything don't delay september 1st you only have a limited time to make the best choice for your retirement call mike today to schedule a visit or attend an informational event specifically for you 937-669-7094 don't fall victim to these changes 937-669-7094 or online thepensiongroup.com slash event. Investment advisory services offered through the Pension Group. Neither Mike Martinez nor the Pension Group has an affiliation with AK Steel. This is Clark Howard here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Own an Amazon Echo? When you get home, tell Alexa to play WHIO. How can you grow a better lawn? Let's go in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Sod Farms on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Good morning, Mr. Tisher. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a great morning for for us here. We we got lucky, Mark. We uh, we escaped uh, about two inches of rain and, uh, and a lot of uh, high winds, but everybody... Uh, uh, well, at least the, the farm uh, got lucky. Some of our employees didn't get quite so lucky, uh, but uh, but uh, overall, nobody got hurt, and that's the important part. Yeah, you. Uh, when these things happen, um, I think we all. Um, if it doesn't affect us, I think we feel even more blessed. <laughs> we right. were we were before, and and um, 
and more so I think um, we feel fortunate to have a family and fortunate to have a roof over our own head. I, like I said earlier this morning, I, I, I can't even imagine. I woke up myself this morning at like three o'clock starting to think about these people without a roof over their head and to think about them not to have running water and the fact that they probably have spent everything they had in their pocket on Monday night just to stay alive, to eat. And, um, and like I said earlier before, folks, we need your help. These people need food. Um, if, if you're spending, you know, $5 a week on a cup of coffee, make your own and donate that $5 to whio.com forward slash tornado relief. Uh, we need to raise about $20,000 um, so that we can get some mobile food units out to about eight different locations next week. Please, please help. Um, yep. um, I, I know, Randy, it's been a, been one of those weeks where uh, you don't even can't even believe it. Uh, we started out with such a nice, relaxing Memorial Day weekend, and <laughs> and all and the, the devil came to came to Dayton, so to speak, um, on Monday night. And yeah, uh, Mother Nature continually reminds us who's in charge, and it's, it's certainly not us. Yeah, um, Randy. I, I on a sidebar. I mean, we've yeah. got turf grass right now that's being has been so highly hydrated to the point that there is no nutrients left in the soil that are going to be usable yep i i i I had this discussion with my beloved this week about the need for you know our clients to have an application of starter fertilizer applied to their lawn right now just to beef up the phosphorus and nitrogen because of the red thread and rust issue these are gateway diseases that are brought on by nutrient deficiencies and i think uh with a foot of rain in april and i don't know how much for may i'd have to look at the total i should ask jesse when it's here a few minutes ago we were getting awful wound up about wind but um it's it's really important that we give our lawn some nutrition right now well they're getting hungry and uh and uh you, you can see that just from the the way the the, the growth is slowing down and uh mm-hmm. you know it's going to be interesting with all this rain uh and, you know it is running the, uh, the the nutrients through the soils much quicker than normal uh that's why you may need to refertilize here in the near future the other thing that's going to be interesting and i'm sure it's going to happen is uh the pre-emergent that we applied uh, in, uh, in in March or April for crabgrass and foxtail control, I would imagine uh, with all this rain, we're going to see a lot of crabgrass breakthroughs uh, mm-hmm. uh, this summer. Uh, so uh, don't necessarily blame your uh, your lawn care or uh, company or your uh, or even yourself for uh, doing something wrong or the product. It's just uh, these these products can't uh, and never were designed to to stay in the soil and be uh, be where they need to be uh, when you have, have the amount of rain that we've had uh, so far this, this year. So crabgrass, it looks to me like it's going to be a problem. Uh, uh, definitely need to fertilize uh, uh, most lawns. Uh, of course, uh, don't fertilize that lawn if you haven't been able to get on it and mow it for a while. I know right. we've got some areas on the farm that, that we haven't mowed for a while, Mark. It's just, uh, it's just so wet. Uh, Hey, we haven't even harvested sod for over over a week. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, every time it gets about about the dry enough to get back in the fields, you know what happens? It rains again. So uh, right. uh, it's it's just an interesting interesting year. I hope uh, I hope all the interesting part of the, the year is over. We can just have a normal year from here on. I, that would be nice, but I I don't know. Mother Nature, highly Mother un- Nature, uh, Mr. Tisher, Mr. Tisher, highly unlikely. <laughs> You're right. Probably right. <laughs> You're right. Um, also, I want to also bring up another topic too with you. Um, I think um, if this temperature continues to rise and the incredible high moisture content that we have in the soil, um, I looking into my crystal ball, which sometimes isn't so crystal. Yep. I think we're heading into some serious disease territory too soon. Um, and I think it's important for our listeners to realize that we're going into the time of the year that it's important that uh, remember that we grow plants. Um, we grow grass in the spring and we maintain it in the summer. 
and maintenance requires us all to have some due diligence regarding the management of our properties. And one of the things that comes with it is, is, is inspections and more so if you see something that doesn't seem right, don't ignore it. Um, get a professional to diagnose it, to figure out what's going to be the best means to manage that uh, problem. Yeah, you know, it, we've already seen red thread and, and some brown patch already. Uh, but what's really going to set things off is when our nighttime temperatures stay above 70 degrees. If we stay this wet mm-hmm. and uh, we start getting some temperatures that, that are, are hot and those nighttime temperatures stay above 70 degrees, then that's, that's going to be the time, Mark, when it's really going to be uh, an interesting, uh, uh, from a fungicide perspective. If you're a plant pathologist, uh, you'll just be having the time of your life here in the near future if, uh, if that temperature just goes up a few notches. You're going to see all kinds of diseases. Yep. Yep. And uh, so, folks, take Mr. Randy Tisher and I's advice and uh, work with professionals and be a little bit proactive. Get some starter fertilizer down on your lawn. And uh, most importantly, like I said before, the folks at the uh, we need to help the folks that have been affected by this event. Please go to whio.com forward slash tornado relief. Donate what you can afford. Please help our friends and neighbors. They need we need to get some food to them. We need to raise twenty thousand dollars by Monday morning. Please reach out to them as soon as possible. Um, when we head back to uh, Mr. Tisher, as always, thank you, and um, I'll be. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully talk about something more and more more uh, optimistic, huh? All right, take care. See you later. You bet. Bye bye. You've been in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Zod Farms. Our Ask the Expert phone lines are open to answer your gardening and landscape questions. Call Mark Weber at 457-1290. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. 457-1290. Let's head to the telephone lines. And uh, is she up on line two? Okay, let's go right now. Good morning, uh, Tammy. Welcome to WHIO Radio. How can I help you? Good morning. I live in Beaver Creek where it was hit the hardest. Um, What I'm calling for is I've been calling around to find out where I can get saplings. I'd like to start putting more trees back because our whole neighborhood, the trees are gone. And we had the big blue spruces. They're gone, everything. So where would you advise me to go and get saplings? Um, Well, first... Can I make a couple suggestions? Yes. Um, first of all, I th- would suggest you come up with a plan, <laughs> okay? And, and we call this urban forestry. And what this means is, is that we need to devise a plan of what we plant that is going to be ecologically um, sound, meaning we don't want to plant too many of one genus or species because then we create the potential for a catastrophic loss like we saw with ash trees, okay? Yes. The second thing that I think we need to look at is we need to look at working, coming up with trees that grow naturally, structurally more sufficient than trees that don't. Okay. Um, Because I think, you know, if there's anything to be learned from this horrible, horrible thing that's happened to our friends and neighbors is that we can plant trees that um, are more structurally sufficient than others. And a good example um, of a poorly structurally sufficient, strug- a poorly poorly designed tree is a is a is a calorie pear. I mean, they're just designed to fall apart, and the same goes with a lot of maples. So I would suggest for you to come up with a plan, work with a qualified arborist, a certified arborist, and there's plenty of them out there that may. And a lot of them would probably volunteer their time to help you come up with that neighborhood planting plan. Okay. Okay. And then once you have that neighborhood planting plan, then you can then work on buying saplings from, there's all kinds of saplings that are grown by bare root nurseries all over the United States. And then you can start to replant and rebuild. Um, And and I would also throw into this that you may consider um, developing even like a small like tree commission where you live at that can foster these trees with pruning and a little bit of care as they grow up. Because one of the things that we've, that we've learned from this event is, is that trees that are properly pruned at a very young age 
and are trained into what we call a central leader system are more likely to survive 100 plus mile an hour wind events than ones that don't. A little bit, of, a, a few, t- like two minutes of that with that baby tree w- once a year would likely have caused that tree not to have fallen over in this week's wind event. Okay. Does that help you? That will, yes, it does help me. Yeah, and if you need some help, call my office at 937-835-3381, and I'll be happy to help you, or one of my guys will be happy to help okay, you. Okay, wait a minute. I got to. Yeah get that number again i'm so sorry no you don't have to apologize ma'am if if that's the worst thing that happens all day god we're having a great day you know no doubt yeah 937-835-835-3381 right because um today when we get off work we're gonna i'm gonna try to go back to my garden and and salvage that and then while i was doing that i wanted to see and start, you know, going around because our yard work's done about getting all the trees out because Beaver Creek has been all the maintenance people and everything in Beaver Creek. They've been wonderful coming with backhoes and trucks. I want to shout out for Beaver Creek um, Department. They've been awesome clearing the streets and getting the streets and taking yep. the trees. But now it's our part to put the trees back, and that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, and we need, and, and ladies and gentlemen, we mean we need to replant what's been lost because they yeah. give us so many benefits, and we can't we can't live in fear. We we must overcome. Ma'am, thank you so much, and good luck to you. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank, thank you, you. folks. Bye-bye. If we we need your help, as you heard this young lady just share, people are doing their best to help each other. You need to help your neighbors too. Go to whio.com forward slash tornado relief where you can donate to help raise some money so that we can get some mobile food food units out into these neighborhoods that have been completely destroyed by these uh, four epic twisters. 457-1290. Let's head to the telephone lines. Let's go to Beaver Creek and let's go talk to Stephen. Stephen, good morning and uh, welcome to Garden Talk with Mark Weber. Hey, Mark. Thanks so much. I appreciate you taking my call. I'm kind of double blessed because on Monday I was flying home from Texas and got to the airport 15 minutes before everything happened. They sent us to the basement for 90 minutes. And then when I got home, I'm off of Beaver Valley, nine tenths of a mile from Kemp and Beaver Valley, where a lot of damage happened. So I'm, I'm double blessed, Mark, but I wanted to mention a group of victims that we really aren't thinking about maybe. Okay. Because... When you go by and you see Aldi's and Hobby Lobby and all those places in Beaver Creek, close to where I live, but also Brookville and Salina and Trutwood, there's a lot of businesses that are shut, and the employees there have to wait. From what I remember, they have to wait a week before they can file for unemployment. And, uh, you know, they're kind of silent, invisible victims in all this. They don't qualify for any disaster relief. So folks just need to be aware of friends and family that might be people that work, and a lot of them are part-timers, a lot of them are young people that work in these businesses that are not going to be working for a while. Some of these businesses, like Mike's Car Wash in Beaver Creek, you know, it could be be months before some of these people could get back to work. Yeah, and folks, our friends and neighbors need our help. Please go to whio.com forward slash tornado relief. Sir, I appreciate your call and I'm glad you were safe. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. 457 1290. Javon, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk to Frank and Shauna and hopefully we'll talk to you at 457 1290 on this very special edition of Garden Talk with me, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Sim Trainer, the Dayton area's first indoor shooting range and firearms training center, is celebrating 15 years in business this month. We offer recreational and competitive shooting, individual and small group lessons, firearms training classes, including our award-winning First Shots program, the area's best concealed carry course, 
in a series of advanced handgun courses, which include shooting on the move and at moving targets, low light shooting, and spontaneous self-defense shooting, among other topics. Thinking about buying a gun? Try it before you buy it at Sim Trainer. We have many of the most popular handguns on the market in stock. Sim Trainer supports youth shooting initiatives by participating in the Scholastic Action Shooting Program, the Steel Challenge, and by offering youth shooting sports camps in the summer. Sim Trainer also sells firearms and ammo and shooting accessories. For more information, go to sim-trainer.com. Call the range at 293-3914 or stop by the range, which is located at 2031 Dryden Road in Moraine. Experience the Sim Trainer difference. Support local cancer survivors and join Stockslagers for their 8th annual combos for the cure. Come to the Garden Center on Saturday morning, June 1st, and help us raise money for local cancer organizations. Support by creating a combination planner of your own design. You choose your plants, container, and decorations, and Stockslagers will donate $20 of your purchase to your choice of two local cancer support programs, the Noble Circle Project or Women's Wellness. See you Saturday, June 1st at Stockslagers. Having financial independence and wealth empowerment is the American dream. Learn what the wealthy know, get strong returns, and never lose your principal. That's the Heroes Talk Radio way. Learn about the secrets to planning a tax-free retirement income. Listen every Sunday at 5 p.m. for Heroes Talk Radio on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You can also call us now, 866-544-7755. That's 866-544-7755. His whole neighborhood is totally gone. From all of us here at 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, thank you, Miami Valley, for sharing your emotional stories with us. Your, your father's neighborhood, you say the neighborhood was destroyed? Yes. And for trusting us to keep your family safe. Hi, everybody. 7.53 in the morning, and uh, those folks that have had their lives ripped apart, their homes have been destroyed they have no electricity, no water. <clears throat> um, they need your help. They need all our help. Please go to whio.com forward slash tornado relief. We're trying to raise about $20,000 for food. Nothing more. Every dime goes to producing food for people who are in dire need of it. Um, we're trying to do this by Monday. So go to whio.com forward slash tornado relief. Give what you can afford you are going to be helping the Dayton Food Bank to, to help these poor people that have had their lives ripped apart by these twisters. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from New Center 7. A few areas of fog developing towards the south of I-70 today. Temperatures near 60 degrees. Mostly sunny to start, partly cloudy by the time we get into the afternoon with a chance for showers and storms returning from north to south in the late afternoon and lasting into the evening hours. As we go into the overnight hours tonight, a few passing showers. Much cooler temperatures expected for Sunday, high of 70 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows uh, sunny skies right now. We've got a beautiful sunrise off our eastern horizon here at WHIO Radio. It's 60 up at the airport, 61 in Springboro, 61 in Eaton, 59 in Xenia on the station that you can depend on. And I mean truly can depend on. For weather, traffic, and news, this is AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. As many in the Miami Valley continue to deal with the aftermath of the Memorial Day tornadoes, we're bringing you a special edition of Garden Talk with Mark Weber here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And as I recently mentioned, and I've been on the air now for 28 years, ladies and gentlemen, and I have never, ever ever ask for you to spend money. <laughs> I have never said to you to give you free gardening advice. You have to pay me um, here on the radio. I am asking you from the bottom of my heart to help these people that have had their lives ripped apart. Um, and it's easy to do. Go to whio.com forward slash tornado relief. Give what you can it's going to go directly to raising $20,000 for mobile food units that's going to go into eight different locations next week. Time is of the essence. Please do it. Do it now. 457-1290. Let's go to Frank in Dayton. Frank, good morning. Hey, good morning. Morning, sir. So 
got a power line back there, and there's these oaks. And, of course, there's a creek. And naturally, as the oak grew, they trimmed it away from the power line. So after that storm come whipping through here, arena, my neighbor's like, that tree looks like it's leaning over. And I'm like, no, it's always leaned over because it grew that way. Okay. You understand my uh, what I'm talking about, I imagine. It's, it's, it's not centered. It's kind of... It's off center. It's adjust. Of what you're saying is adjusted to the angle of the of the growth. Right, um, there's like a third of the canopy left. Do, over to the, oh, after the storm? No, 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 no. It's it's perfectly fine. I wanna I wanna be preventative. What would you do? Well, first of all, is, is is the tree yours, Frank, or not? Yes. Okay. Let's let's do this. Let's have it looked at by an ISA certified arborist. And, and, and I'm going to say this, Frank, and I appreciate you calling. I think anybody who lives within a mile or two of anywhere where these tornadoes went through, you need to have your trees inspected. And this is why. These forces, as you, I don't know if you heard Jesse Mag and I talking about these exponential forces that were put on these trees, a lot of them now are going to have structural defects, okay? Fractures. Fractures, cracks, breaks, torsional twists, the whole nine, the whole, the whole garbage pail, so to speak. And these are going to become defects that are going to come later to haunt us if we don't deal with them now. So you want to work with qualified arborists. And, Frank, you can find yours at treesaregood.org. And those are certified arborists to the International Society of Arboriculture. And they understand tree defects and how to manage them. Um, the second thing comes with this, Frank, is, is that because these defects are going to be there, they could cause for failures a month or two from now. Right. So, and, and so that needs Perhaps to be looked at. These, and the other thing, Frank, that I wanted to get in is we have a serious problem in Ohio these days with a disease called oak wilt. And we should not be pruning oaks at all this time of year unless it's an emergency situation. So be careful not to prune your oak this time of year unless it's an emergency situation. Because this disease is really dangerous at spreading, particularly if we prune in the summer. So one of the reasons that we don't want to prune in the summer on oaks. But if it's an emergency, yes, I understand that. But it Frank, I... I Trees are trees are good. Treesaregood.org, and there should be up by next week uh, a new website. Trees four number four Ohio.org that I've helped instrument for the whole state of Ohio, which is part of our marketing program with Ohio Chapter ISA. It's called Trees Number Four Ohio.org. And there should be a search engine up there soon that you can actually locate your certified arborist based off of where you live at. Okay. Okay. Frank, I appreciate, I, I appreciate your call and I appreciate your due diligence and not being acting hastily, but safety is of the essence right now. Okay. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye bye, folks. That'll wrap it up for hour number one. But I do remind you: go to whio.com forward slash tornado relief. We're trying to raise much-needed money. There are people right now that are very hungry that need food. Go to whio.com forward slash tornado relief and give what you can afford to give. More Garden Talk will continue the next hour. Stay tuned. Um, I think we're going to forego the whole what plan I am today. We're going to continue the phone calls. We want to hear from you today. How has this tornado affected you and your landscape? Give us a call, 457-1290. Plus, John Scott from Knollwood joins us next hour as well on Garden Talk on News on 1290, 95.7 WHO, Dayton News and Talk. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.